Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezes Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir number 81, email address shalombayis777 at email at gmail.com. We're going to talk about now um, the five love languages, uh, which was brought out by an author called Gary Chapman. It's aligned with Tyra, and um, it's a tremendous um, book, tremendous insight. And he went through basically that there are five love languages, basically five ways in which a person feels loved and expresses love. It's important in life to develop all five of those languages, especially in a marriage. Um, but nevertheless, each person has a primary love language where they use a certain mode to express love and to feel loved. And it's important to understand what their primary love language is and to nourish them with that. Because the need to feel loved by one spouse is the heart of marital desire. It's, the, it's a real deep need. Um, the author said that a man once told him, what good is a house, the cars, or a place at the beach, or any of it, if your wife doesn't love you? What is he saying? He's saying, in another words, what he's saying is that more than anything, I want to be loved by my wife. And material things have no replacement for human emotional love. And... um and it goes with a wife also. If a wife says, he ignores me all day long and then wants to jump to bed with me, and I hate that, that doesn't mean she hates sex, doesn't mean she hates wanting to be physical with her husband. What she really is is she's a wife desperately pleading for emotional love. And sometimes husbands don't understand that they have to give that to her in order for her to want the physical. And this need to want to be loved, you could call it selfish, whatever you want to call it. It's a deep human need. I don't believe it's selfish. It's, it's, it's an inherent need. Souls need to feel loved too, not just the selfish ego. And the shamas need to be loved and to express that love and to receive that love. And there is a need for intimacy and love in marriage. Lebasar echad. Lebasar echad doesn't mean they lose their identity. The husband's still the husband. The wife is still the wife. But basar echad means that they enter in each other's lives in a very deep and very intimate way. And um, they, a lot of couples go through, they love each other. They're good people. Again, I'm talking about good, decent people that have flaws like everyone else. But they are lacking the language of expressing love to one another. And therefore, they, they develop this inner yearning and inner emptiness, inner ache that they feel they're missing that expression of love that they really desperately want from their husbands and wife. But um, they just feel they don't know how to get it. They don't seem to be able to meet each other's needs. And the truth is, is they can. It's a skill. It's an understanding and it's a skill. 
It's a communication aspect of it. And with practice, each could learn to give of each other and to um, bring out the best in each other and to express that love and feel love for one another. And um, it's very, very, um, very, very important subject. And we will talk about it at length. Uh, we'll go through each love language, Be'ez Hashem, going through it in detail, because everyone needs to develop them. And even if, let's say, um, you have one type of primary love language and your spouse has another one, it's not just a matter of focusing on those two, but the other three also need to be expressed also at different times for different experiences. But nevertheless, it's important to primarily focus on what makes your spouse feel loved. And and one thing also is important to know about the love feelings, and we spoke about it in the past, that very often a couple uh, see stars when they first get engaged or meet each other, and they love each other, and um, they feel that love for each other, shana shina, maybe a little longer than that. Um, it seems they did studies with couples that have that experience where they're really in love with each other and excited to be with each other. And the average lifespan of those type of romantic feelings is about two years. And um, and then what happens is, after that, we descend from the clouds and we get back down to earth, our eyes just get open, and all of a sudden we see the warts of the other person. So what was like quirky, that you like that quirkiness, now becomes annoying. You enjoy the, the your spouse's sense of humor and now it's you find it hurtful. The bumps they overlooked when you were in love with each other, that those feelings now become big mountains. But that's not not something to be discouraged about. The real world, the real life, where bills get get in, get in there, and and in laws, and jobs, and, and 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 children, and and routine, and all that stuff, and life throws that at you. But that's not a reason. Uh, to just give up Adarabha. It's a reason to now work on what's real, real love. And real love is takes work, takes effort, and um, that experience you had can be built back in a real way, in a more deeper way than you had when you were, maybe you've been just infatuated with each other. And... Um, and now you could love in a real way. Because that in-love experience, and again, the researchers uh, talk about this. You know, again, they have this in-love experience, and then they go, quote-unquote, out of love when the routine hits and real life hits. And the truth is, there's a better alternative than both of them. Realize that the in-love experience, if, if you were fortunate enough to have that, was only a temporary emotional high. You may have felt at the time that this was it. This was the real love. 
when I first met my Kala and we were going together and we, we, we just were thinking about each other all the time or during Shadari Shaina. And it was in many ways real. But it was emotional in nature and it is not the ultimate. The ultimate is is after you have that and then you go back down to earth again and then now you work towards it again with discipline, with personal growth, with filling each other's emotional needs, whether you feel it or whether you don't feel it, when you're genuinely loving the other person that goes from not just emotions, but from reason, not just from instinct, but from intellect. And um, by choice, by choosing, I'm going to love this person, whether I feel it right now or whether I don't feel it right now. I'm not just going to be in love, just wait for a hergish to hit me, but I'm going to choose to love, to actually express it, to actually um, do things to enhance it. And um, the good news is for all married couples, no matter how long you're married and you lost that in love feeling for a long, long time, where some of you may felt I never had it in the first place, and there's no reason to get discouraged. And um, you make that hachlata, I'm married to you, and I choose to look out for your interests. I'm going to love you in a real way. And we're going to work on towards it. And that anticipation, the twinkle of the eye, the excitement of physical closeness, that'll come over time. And that's what the love languages is about. By learning them, understanding them, practicing them, what you are actually doing is you're bringing back that spark in your marriage. Someone who never had that spark, for whatever reason, will get that spark. Some people who had it and felt they were in love with each other and all of a sudden fell out of love with each other as real life, quote-unquote, happened. Now they could work towards it again and get something that's even better than they ever expected. And we're going to be talking about each one of these love languages, explain how they're all perfectly aligned with Tyra, encouraged by Tyra, and that makes for a real beautiful marriage. And a lot of heartache and misunderstandings will fall on the wayside once you understand what these languages are and how to... um, and how to express it properly, and how to fill the deep needs of what your husband really, really needs, and what your wife really, really needs. And by giving them that, their love language, they will respond, they will shine, and they will learn to give you in your love language, and then you'll learn how to express all five of them at the right times, in the right situations, to make your marriage stronger, more enjoyable, and more precious, and mamish with a feeling of real, true simcha. Have a wonderful day.